talk about vampires in the workplace. One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, they kind of suck. <laughs> oh, Scott. I don't think it's you and me, but there are many people who do. And we are not talking about sucking in terms of like not being able to do the job. We're talking about something else completely. Totally. What, yes. What is a vampire in the workplace, Scott? Yeah, a vamp. I mean, really, a vampire in the workplace is someone who <laughs> they suck the energy or the fun or the effectiveness out of the workplace or out of the team or out of the the system or think about seriously just think about all the jobs you've ever had and can you see these people's faces right you that, know yeah, yeah you that, know that, these if you were in a meeting or a room with them you would be like oh my gosh in fact if you saw them in the grocery store you would think okay can i turn around and go the other way have they seen me yet Okay. Or if they put you on a team with that person, you're like, oh my God, anybody but that person, anybody, oh, they put me with that person, right? I mean, this is the person that literally you're constantly saying, I don't want them around. And they can suck the energy in so many ways. All right. Isabel, have you had people that you've worked with? How did, give me an example of a person who like literally took the life out of out of conversations and time periods with you? What were they doing? There's been a lot of examples that I could think of. It's going to be hard to narrow it down. Just give us one good one. Sometimes they just can't understand a concept and it just like kind of drains everybody else. Or on the other hand, they themselves are too just kind of like worried. And so they're kind of bringing down the energy from everybody else in the workplace and it's just not creating a good workplace environment. So explain it again. Tell me some more about that. I don't get it yet. Keep talking or worse than that. That will never work. They won't let us do it. Oh, for God's sake. That's such a stupid idea, right? Those are great ones. Scott, what's one of your favorites? Well, I, I think it's the, it's the, I mean, you hit it. Negative Nancy. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing is ever nothing is ever good the ice is too cold whatever um <laughs> i think then right the well i, I think the, the kids nowadays are calling them karens oh for heaven's sakes i feel sorry for the karens of the world right so right if you're karen and you're listening we may or may not be talking about you yeah when you're named karen and by the way my sister is named karen and well, it's and kind she of fits. <laughs> Oh, Scott. She doesn't. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, Scott, that is so mean. But yes, right? Right. We're going to find out if she listens to the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we will right away. We'll have a comment in that. You know, I will tell you that there's there's another side to that. Negative Nancy, I think, is really typical, right? And this this person who like pushes their agenda, right? That's kind of this, this Karen piece. There's also the one that literally just takes up it's like they they take up so much room that there is no room for any other idea. There is no room for anybody else to speak. It's like they have the answer for everything and there is no other option. Yeah. And for that, that's one that we don't think about as an energy um, vampire because sometimes they have a lot of energy themselves. But, oh, my gosh, they just don't leave space for others. I, I call them, I, I would describe them as people who don't shut their noise hole. Oh, I hate that phrase, <laughs> by the way. I, that's like 
I know. Mm, yeah, that word, yeah. but reality. And we'll send a free book to anyone who can name that TV show. For the first <laughs> five people who can name that TV show. <laughs> free book. I can, but I already have a copy of the book. I think I yeah, wrote it. You won't get it right. So, you know. <laughs> I will too, but I'm not giving it up in this podcast. That would yeah. be like inappropriate. But in that space, this thing, this energy vampire, this organizational vampire, it like eats away at the capacity of the organization and it eats away at the motivation of the organization. And that's what just kills me. It's like, why do we allow these people to stay, Scott? Like, why don't we get rid of these? And and I actually think that. I mean, so if I, I'm going to answer that question in a moment and I, and I, I keep thinking of examples, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, someone who takes credit for someone else's work. Oh yeah. Or like a salesperson who I yeah. got the big deal, but I brought something in that we never said that we were going to do. And maybe in fact said we weren't going to do. And now all these people have to do this work behind me. Yeah. The other mm-hmm. right. I don't stay current. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about the old geezers like me, are you? <laughs> if that shoe fits, then wear it. Uh, right. I have to share my opinion or perspective whether or not it is appropriate to do so. Oh, we allow a decision to be made, right? And then we go out in the hall and tell everybody why it won't work. And then we actively continue to make sure that it never will work because we're fighting against it the whole time. Yeah. So you think about all of those are pieces of that, that vampire. Absolutely. Those are all vampire. Your original question. Well, so why don't we get rid of them? I think that that is evolving. So I think there's the traditional reasons. Okay. Well, I don't want to have a hard conversation. I want to have, I don't want to hurt their feeling. Gosh, you know, the last time I brought it up, they got pissed and they were worthless for the last three weeks. And I had to hear about it and I still haven't not heard about it. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I have all of those reasons. I don't know how to have the conversation. I think there's the the number of the kind of the traditional leader things. I think more now, more than ever, there were short so many people. If I do, they'll leave. You know, I had this conversation with a client today and they are super short staffed, like so many organizations right now. And we have a behavior issue. It is a, it is no question. It is a vampire issue. The conversation went like this. This is not the right time to have this conversation because if I have this conversation, it's piling on. They are already doing the work of more than one person. I can't afford it, right? Yeah. So, so I, I think that is becoming more prevalent now than it has before. So I think that's a real concern, Scott. So how do you answer that? We're shorthanded. So I'm putting up with vampire yeah. behavior. And I think to me, I, I will say that, you know, we were with some great clients earlier this week. We were, we had a really good week. And, and that, you know, their CE, their COO said, I have learned from, I'm paraphrasing what he said. Mm-hmm. I have learned from experience that 
although it is painful in the short term, it's way better both in the short and long term just to rip off the Band-Aid. That's right. And it is painful. Having the wrong person in the job, however, prolongs the pain. And it infects the organization. Because here's the deal, Scott. I don't want to play with someone that's not my peer, i.e., if I think I am an A player, I don't want to play with D players. I want to play with people who are going to support me, who I can lean on, who I can trust, who I know when I throw them the ball, they're going to take care of it in exactly the way that it should be taken care of. I don't want them to drop it. And if the whole organization is full of people who drop the ball and I'm good, I'm going to leave because I can. Right now, I can go anywhere and probably make more money than I'm making right now in the place that I am. Mm -hmm. So don't make me play with people who are vampires. Don't make me play with people who are not going to pull their weight because that is going to get me to leave faster than anything you can imagine. And now you have a real problem when your good folks are leaving and your vampires stay. I mean, it really is. If you have vampires in your organization, get the garlic and stake them in the f-ing heart. <laughs> and that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.